Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yeah, Justin's our starting quarterback. I mean, Tyson's the backup, came in, did a nice job. You know, and then we'll, again, we don't know where Justin is. We'll see where it is. We don't know if this is going to, it's a week-to-week thing, and we'll assess it more tomorrow. We're back with more of the Great Clips postgame show. Great Clips, it's going to be great. Presented by Telemore Dew. When it's game time, it's telly time. Now, here are your hosts, Olin Krutz, Patrick Manley, and Mully from the Mully and Haw Show on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Yes, indeed. It's the Great Clips postgame show presented by Telemordu, and that was Matt Eberflus after the game, and he's sticking with Justin Fields. It's just a question of when, and that uh, that's an interesting answer. He also gave an interesting answer, guys. He was asked why they took um, uh, Tyson Bajan out for that final throw uh, at the half, and, and I got to admit, it went through my head. Are they... Are they protecting him or maybe protecting his passer rating or something? I didn't understand why. He said that Peterman has the stronger arm and that uh, Peterman can really throw it a country mile. So that's why they uh, made that change right before the half. Yeah, Olin, I I get that. I understand that. That's fine. Mm -hmm. I have a bigger question. Why did he not get to take the final snap in victory formation? Wouldn't you want to be out there with your teammates celebrating Soldier Field? To me, that's a coaching decision. I want that young man to experience, feel. I mean, the crowd's going crazy. I, that's the one I didn't understand. I understood putting Nathan Peterman in, and if he's got that arm to get it, what, 55 yards, 60 yards, whatever that yep. throw would have been from behind the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. But my question is, why did he not get to take the knee? I mean, how fun are those for you, Olin, when you've got a game like that, you guys have worked your ass off, all 11 of you, isn't that just rewarding, that, that, that formation, that feeling at, at the end of a game? Yeah, the best thing about that is when you're being fake and telling them great game and stuff after a win. Like, <laughs> you're really thinking you guys suck. <laughs> and we're so happy to win here. You're just trying to be humble because you're so happy you won, right? And yep. You're right, Pat. It is a great uh, uh, thing. That victory knee is always awesome. But there were a few things in that game, right? There, there was the... Um, uh, like, he took the ball to start the game. I thought yeah. that was interesting to do with a rookie yep. quarterback... Uh, you know, at home with the crowd, you know, the crowd noise, put your defense on the field. And then uh, it looked like they didn't really know what they want to do in that two-minute drill. And then Peterman, uh, hopefully his arm's okay because literally he took a shot like at that, on that arm at the end of that half there. But right. um, th- I, think, I, I think I remember doing that, Pat, where they, put, they would have the quarterbacks throw it as far as they could and see who could throw from what yard line. So, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, you know, if Peterman could throw it in that end zone, uh, I, I don't have a big problem with that. I, I wouldn't have started the game taking the ball, but it all worked out for them. I mean, they, I think they went three and out to start the game, which is worrisome, but they end up with the win anyway. You know what's fun, though? Is we get to talk about these questions with a win. When you yeah. lose, it's like, oh, this is because you lost. This is why you lost. This is why you lost. But it's so much more enjoyable to 
to have these questions in games after you win. And I've, I've thought, I've been trying to rack my brain around that halftime situation and not burning the timeouts. And there's times in games, I think as a coach, you get a feel of what's going on. I, I think they knew they kind of had them already. And then they knew the Raiders had the ball coming out of the second half. They had that holding call that put them back, I think, to the 32-yard line. They started at the 42, went back to the 32. And then to me, it's just they were eliminating them getting the ball, saying, okay, you're not getting two for one, one, one before halftime and one after halftime. That's the way I felt about that, that that was a coaching decision in that moment that he was limiting possessions for that team. Hey, we've kind of got them. We, we're owning the line of scrimmage. We can come out in the second half and still do that. If they, you know, we're not down, they're not going to come out and blitz us all day long, but we know we can, we can run the ball in the second half. To me, I think that's why they did it, just to make sure they didn't get that extra possession of, of a potential. It would have been, what, 14-6 if they kick a field goal, 14-10 if they get a touchdown somehow, but you go in at 14-3 and you feel a lot more comfortable after what you did in that first half running the ball. It, it, it's just very few teams are taking the ball because – you know, it's that two for one of getting the ball to end the game and then somehow uh, getting the ball to open the uh, second half. So I, it, it is an unusual thing. I know he did it. Um, he did it before. Did he do it in the commander's game? I, I don't remember when he did it, but it's just mm-hmm. the 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 all of the math would tell you not to do that, that you yeah. should try to get the extra possession out of it. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Well, I, I was surprised, especially with mm-hmm. a rookie quarterback, right? I was surprised. Right. With a, but, but a couple of things like Pat is talking about, maybe just a feel for, for what your team, what will get your team going, what will get the mm-hmm. crowd going. Right. Maybe they thought putting Bajan on the field early, uh, if you could get them going, make a play. Now, that didn't work out, but credit the defense for holding up immediately. Yeah. Now, they uh, credit the Raiders a little more for missing a 41-yard field goal, right? But things <laughs> just kind of went their way, right, today. Things... You know, whether it was uh, the ball bouncing off Josh, Josh Jacobs in the Tremaine Edmonds' hands, whether it was Devontae Adams uh, dropping a touchdown, whether it was uh, the field goal kicker yes. missing a 41-yard field goal, uh, all those things happen in games, and I'm glad it was the other team making that mistakes. Yep. All right, 312-644-6767 is the number we've got. Arizona Jack uh, with us now. Hi, Jack. Hey, how you guys doing out there? Good. Great. Hey, listen, this game was great. Here, here, here's what I uh, got out of this whole deal. He's a, he's a winner. He really is. I saw one play. He was throwing one way, looking one way, and throwing the other way, and still with had his eyes as uh, 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 the opposite direction. That guy is phenomenal. I I really like him a lot. Now, here's another thing. Who's going to start next week? You know. Mm-hmm. I, I think a fan favorite will will, will be uh, voting for Tyson. The coaching, that's yeah. another story. I don't know what's going to happen about that. Who would you say? Thanks, thanks would you Jack. They're, they're on the road, right? They're in San Diego. Is that not mm-hmm. Sunday yep. night football, I believe? Um, that's. That, I mean, I think if you can get Fields back, you might prefer him on the road in a nationally televised game. It just off the top of my head. What do you think? Well, I mean, well, I mean, we got the answer, right? The Lovey Smith yes. answer. Justin Fields yeah. is our quarterback. So, right, but I mean, that, that's who it's going to be when he's go. healthy. Yeah. 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 I mean, but does that ready. change? What if he's not ready and Beijing continues to play well? And then I was looking right. at the schedule, guys. 
The Bears have one home game. I'm just thinking about the Bears fans and that caller right there. He, he sums it up perfect as a Chicago Bears fan that we've been living through so many quarterbacks that you want the backup to be the stud. They have one home game in the next five games. That might be a great thing for Justin Fields because if he did start struggling at home, what are the fans going to do? Oh, yeah. They're going to boom. They're going to boom. You're yeah. right. They're going to yeah. boom. But, you know, yeah. Arizona Jack asked, you know, he said, um, <laughs> who, who would you start? And I, and I, and I got to be honest, man, I, I do want to see Bajan again, right? And it's I just do too. an interesting story. I don't know if I'd start him over Fields, Pat, but I, I think I would let Fields let that, that thumb uh-huh. heal one more week, if you know what I mean, right? I'd <laughs> suggest hey, to him. What do they do? Oh, they go to good. They go to Dr. Bowen and say, uh, come up here. We need to get a coach in the coaches meeting. Hey, Dr. Bowen, um, just, you need just, to make sure yeah, this x-ray, it doesn't look real good this week, does it? <clears throat> no, it, it, you know, just, you know, that's a two-week injury, right? That's yeah, a two-week yeah, injury you got yeah. at least there. And yeah. Because, you know, credit a little bit here to Luke Getz here, right? Because Bajan, I think, Molly, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't he at the senior bowl with Getze? So, so you, yes. you know that yes, Getze probably yes. is, is with this guy. And he's the yes. one probably fighting for this guy to be elevated to the, to the backup quarterback, probably fighting for the Bears to bring him in and just kind of believing in this guy that whatever he showed gets at the senior bowl, uh, that this guy has manly, maybe what it takes to be an NFL quarterback. And like we all know, you never know until, the guy, until you walk in the building, until you're playing the game. And like I'll just keep saying, for one week he did his job. No one's yep. saying he's an all-pro. No one's nope. saying he's a pro bowler. Manly, the one thing I always thought about, I was wondering what you guys think about this, Molly. Um, the, the quarterback sneak is an interesting play to me because <laughs> really good quarterbacks, guys who can process information like Tom Brady, are good at the quarterback sneak. You want to know why? They can find a gap in the defense. Yep. Yes. They see it before the ball is snapped. Today, he did that. And again, it's just small, right? It's just a small thing, but he went right to me. He went right to where I thought he should have went when I was watching the play and, and stuck it in there and got, I got two yards. And then I think the, their second leading tackler uh, got, was out for the game. He got yes. hurt. If you guys remember that play. Yeah. Yeah. But what I'm saying is when I, when I watch quarterback sneaks, Pat, a lot of times I can see what quarterbacks can see the field through the quarterback sneak as crazy as that sounds. Mm-hmm. No, it, it doesn't, doesn't sound crazy to me at all. That's the yeah. details of that position, right? Mm-hmm. That's what makes the difference in those guys. Those little things have become big things. That's a third down you're not punting. Because if he tries mm-hmm. to go up the gut, he might get stuffed. When they, what, they shifted down to like a five down right on, they go right up, yes. head up over the center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he saw yep. it over the right guard. Like, hey, I can get out there. And I don't know if that's coaching as well or is that as, you know, it's, it's, it's got to be a lot of things. But those little details are huge in the NFL. And, and yeah. one small detail. That's a great, Olin, great point, Olin. Olin kind of pointed it out. Arizona Jack is like a gunslinger name. And listening to him, he really sounded like he was from the Old West. Sounded like you got off his horse in a, in a couple cocktails. <laughs> I, just, I was just worried about where I am now if someone starts calling me Bannockburn Olin. You know what I mean? Like, that wouldn't be good. Uh-oh, now everybody knows where you live. Yeah, leave the bottle. <laughs> oh. John is in Burr Ridge. Hey, John. Hi, John. Hi, John. I, I, it's been great listening to you all morning and afternoon. I do it every every Sunday. And, and I really do uh, hear you guys trying and struggling not to have a contra, uh, quarterback controversy. Hmm. But I, I think we have to have one, and I, I think we do, because there's too many 
there were too many things that went well today, including the line, the communication with the line, the reads that he made, the checkdowns, and the placement of the ball that he, he placed it when he, when he had to. He stretched plays. He, he scrambled within the pocket in very heady uh, type of activity. I thought it was really encouraging, and I think he deserves another week, like Pat says. I think you give him another week, see what he does. And, and then, then you all probably are going to have a, a quarterback controversy if you get another good performance from this kid. And it was great to see a power running game again. If he goes to, to, to uh, the Chargers and wins that game, then, yeah, I, I would agree. On a Sunday night in a national exactly. televised game. With, yeah. with the whole mm-hmm. league watching, I, I would imagine you've got a quarterback controversy. And, and you know, we, this, this could be a moot point because we're operating under the assumption that, that Fields will be back. He may not be back, so you may mm-hmm. not have a, contra- a controversy at all. But if, if – and, you know, Brandon Staley, obviously, under a lot of scrutiny and in, in a lot of trouble, but he's a guy that was here under Vic Fangio. He is a defensive-minded guy. You would think that he would go to school on this kid and try to come up with, with something. So I think it's a really big spot, an interesting spot, and if he ends up getting that start and they have success again, maybe that answers itself. He's got as many wins as Justin Fields. Well, yeah. So if he goes out there and wins, that's two wins, right? That means Justin Fields has four wins in a year and a half. That'd be two wins in two games. Granted, it's two different seasons, two different years, and all that kind of stuff, different opponents. But, uh, you know, if these things, it's this is actually, I'm so happy to be talking about this because it's entertaining and it's fun for us and it's a win, but it's also a good problem for the Bears to have. Right, it's the 31st-ranked Chargers defense, right? So th- yeah. it's not good. Just a quick look at them. They're not a great defense right now. I think they may be worse in the league against the pass. So, um, you know, like we talked about, uh, if, if Justin Fields is completely healthy, I'm sure the Bears are going to go with Justin mm-hmm. Fields. I'd like to see Bajan on the road, to be honest with yeah. you. I-, I know what Justin Fields mm-hmm. is. Uh, wow. We know what the Bears' first the, their draft situation is next year. Yeah. I think you got to see what you have at Hallis Hall. Yeah, but won't that game out there be more like a home game for the Bears? Do the Chargers draw anybody? In that Los might Angeles, be another. I don't know. I, I don't yeah. know. You um, know what I mean? That might be another another help for Bajan. Yeah, there, yeah there that might be lot. some help for yeah. Bajan because it won't be a like walking into the, the the Superdome or whatever they call it now or some other stadium, Minnesota or something like that. So that might be helpful for him. Let's try Randy. He's in Spring Grove. Hey, Randy. Uh, hi. Uh, I just wanted to say real quick that I've, I've listened to you guys forever. I bought a Mac jersey when we first traded for him. Had to get rid of it because we no longer have him. Bought a Fields jersey. Now I don't even know if we're going to have him. Then I hear you guys on the pregame, and the coaches are bad. We don't play Deontay Foreman. He's inactive. Uh, in previous games, and the guy is lights out now. We we hear about uh, Lugetti, who is a who is a dynamite coach all of a sudden, and uh, Eberflus, who is a dynamite coach all of a sudden in the pregame or any other time in the world. Previous weeks, the guy couldn't do anything. Now, Randy, they're two and five. You know that, right? Yeah, the, the yeah, performance. They're two, and five, they're two and five. 
the performance dictates how you view them. Don't you sure. agree? I mean, you can't <laughs> act like, you know, wow, these guys are coaching the hell out of it. I, I mean, it's been ugly. Yeah, it's been, yeah, really ugly. That's why I want to enjoy. I can't wait till this is over to crack a beer with the guys <laughs> yeah. doing the same thing. I don't know. Did Randy said he had the first pick of the, of the draft last year. That means you're the worst team in the NFL. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Like, what, what, what kind of uh, analyst, analyst work should we have done, right? And, and we right. keep saying they, for one week, right? And, and they got to do it again. But for one week, you got to give them the credit today for the way they played. Yes. I don't think anybody on this show said Getsy was a dynamite play caller, right? I don't think I remember nope. anybody saying that, right? Nope. Uh, now, the defense has played good yeah. for three weeks. You know, Olin, I wrote it down because that was the first thing you said for one week. And, and I mean, listen, we'll take it. It's been forever. Mm-hmm. It's been hard to follow this team. And it's glorious that for one week you feel good about the Bears. But, but I, you know, if, if, if Matt Eberflus, so now we've got, we're a game in, right? Matt Eberflus went into this game needing to win six of the last 11 in order to not, to not have the worst winning percentage in two years as a bearhead coach that's that belongs to Abe Gibron and unless Matt Eberflus puts together a, a series of wins win back-to-back games might be a nice to effort we haven't seen that happen in a while so this is their first home win in a year in a year yeah, I, that's hard to be a celebrate holder. celebrate exactly. enjoy it <laughs> yeah but, but let's no one's getting over the top I, I hey Owen you happening. Oli, remember how I saw the, you know, all the pictures of all the former teams and all that kind of stuff? And I think mm-hmm. it might have been in the video room. I forgot where it was, but it, it wasn't the video room. It was in the hallway to the video room where it had the coaches' records. And I always remember seeing Abe Gibron's record. And I was always like, how do you be that bad? How is that possible? Mm-hmm. And we're kind of going through it right now. So I just wonder mm-hmm. what it was. I always wondered what it was like to be at House, or I guess the old House Hall then, during those times. And we've been going through it now as analysts and so, yeah, enjoy these wins. They have not been a lot, and hopefully he doesn't break that record of Abe Gibron because I just remember looking at that and being like, man, what was that like? Yeah, and we're living Abe Gibron, but I sure remember Walter Payton's picture, and that dude was jacked. Yeah. <laughs> right? Holy moly, was that a big running back. Abe Gibron was not jacked. He was pretty hefty. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that of that picture. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I got a great Abe Gibron story if you ever want to hear it. All right, we've got uh, – we're going to get back to your calls. 312-644-6767. You are listening to the Great Clips postgame show presented by Tullamore Dew on Chicago Sports Radio 670. Score. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hats off to uh, Chris Morgan. You know, Chris Morgan did a really good job of setting up those runs, you know, uh, you know, during the course of the week and did a really good job in terms of, you know, the protection. You know, when you're dealing with a, a, a rusher like that, you know, I think we did a solid job of that, you know, disrupting his timing and his uh, pass rush, and all pro player, and you certainly got to be able to take care of that guy. Uh, and I thought we did a solid job of that uh, during the course of, of the day. We're back with more of the Great Clips postgame show. Great Clips, it's going to be great. Presented by Telemore Dew. When it's game time, it's telly time. Now here are your hosts, Olin Krutz, Patrick Manley, and Mully from the Mully and Haw Show on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Oh, yes, indeed. It is the Great Clips postgame show presented by Telemore Dew. And I thought that was a great moment. Uh, where Coach Eberflus uh, in the postgame uh, gives a nod to, to <laughs> Coach Morgan in the job that the offensive line did. And, uh, I mean, I just wonder, among our takeaways, we, you know, we start talking about, oh, look how you know, great the quarterback was and, and uh, maybe he should stay in that job. I'm really curious, do we believe that the offensive line found something do we believe that the running game found something? Like, how many of these guys have impressed to the point where you think, you know, that might be a nice way of lining them up? Well, just like against the Commanders, for one week we did, right, Molly? For yeah. one week they, they played a good game. Now, listen, uh, there was, uh, um, you know, there were times in that game where Bajan is different in, than Fields in, in a way that he doesn't, trust his legs or his feet as much as Justin Fields trusts his. So he gets the ball out, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you know, there was – I remember there was a um, – I think there was a holding call. I think it was on Borum. They're in first and 20. The Raiders bring a blitz. The right side of the line is beat. But uh, Bajan hits Mooney over the middle. The ball comes out too fast for the blitz to get home. And that's yeah. – you know, if that's Justin Fields, that might be a sack there, Pat. So mm-hmm. a little different there. But like, like Coach uh, Flues talked about – we talked about the way they spread the field, whether it was jet sweeps, whether it was reverse to Tyler Scott. Uh, they had them off balance in the run game with the tosses and the cracks. And we talked about that going into the game, Pat, that that's what they should do to keep uh, a guy like Crosby at bay. And they did it. And they did it well. And then they motioned in and they faked cracks and they did things to, yeah. to keep him just off their quarterback. There were times where he did win and Beijing got the ball out and didn't take the sack. And credit to the young quarterback for that. Yeah, there's a texter here that said, uh, to me, this is an indictment on Getzi as an OC. And I, I, I do kind of question that, though, because this was a game plan set for Tyson Bajan. And there's times we've argued, why are they doing certain things? Like last week, the first play, why are they doing certain things with Justin Fields right. that we know what his strengths are, but you're still force-feeding him into your offense? And we saw it with Matt Nagy and Mitch Trubisky. And I, 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 it, that, that's a good point there by the texter. And Today, like he said, credit to, to Morgan for the, the protection and plan. But that's 
That's Getsy had a good plan, but why can't he figure out a plan for Justin Fields? I think a lot of people are probably asking that right now, you know, in Chicago as fans and all that kind of stuff. But what he did today and how he game planned today and put that, that young quarterback out there and, and gave him a chance to win, and he went out there and operated and did a, a darn good job. Um, did I see Dustin, uh, did, did I see briefly uh, Jatari Carter at, at right tackle? Mm, I'm gonna, I, I don't think I did, saw I missed that. that. Yeah, okay. I, I missed that too. Uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm delirious. And I can't, can't <laughs> no, you're probably out. not. Uh, you know what? I you might have seen him in there for I the kneel down. He was taking everybody jacket. else out. Okay. <laughs> What'd you say, Olin? What did you say? <laughs> said I, I was. I, I did see Flues's jacket. I'd like one of those. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know a guy. You know a guy named T Med. Yeah, there you go. Yes, and I know I'm not getting one. Yes, you're correct. I do oh, come on. <laughs> George will give you one. He just sends you a bill a week later. Uh, oh, shoot. I mean you. I, I don't mean everyone. I just mean oh, you, oh, oh. Olin. I was making. Uh, I, don't, I can't blame him. I, have you have you heard the things I say on the radio? <laughs> Let's try Jay. Jay's on the south side. Hey, Jay. Hey guys. Hey oh. guys, uh, how y'all doing? And go Bears, man. Absolutely. Jay, Jay, did you just drop a beer? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. I've never heard that before. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I do think y'all need to pump y'all brace on Beijing uh, right now the Beijing Mania because to be fair he wasn't even a top like the best thing he did was not turn the ball over for us but that defense played lights out that defense haven't played like that in the past two years the running game was the running game was solid it was like runs on on back-to-back plays like it was a lot of downhill running and then that and then the offensive line made it like made sure could nobody even get close to him. It was a couple holding plays, but besides that, that was a clean pocket. Also, and, and this is my last thing, Bajan just feels like a game manager with Cookie, and I, don't, and I don't see nothing special from him. And the Bears don't need another stopgap um, quarterback. The Bears need a special player and a future Hall of Fame. Okay. Thanks, Jay. Oh, let me ask you guys this. The way the game was called, the way the O-line was running or blocking and the run game was going, yeah, I mean, can you – Justin Fields, I think the game would have been the same with Justin Fields, right? I think the, the turnout the, – the outcome would have been the same. I thought the game was dictated by the O-line, the running game. Yes. And if you, if you have that same game plan and can move the ball the way they did, I don't – it doesn't matter who, who's at quarterback, but – I think you still have to give Tyson Bajan credit for what he did, for being where he's come from and what he was asked to do and in, in, in the spotlight and all that kind of stuff. Do you guys agree? I'm, I'm just going to pump my brakes, I guess, on my Bajan mania. <laughs> I know. That's <laughs> what we're sitting down. Mania that, we're, that we're doing here on, on uh, the postgame show. Look, uh, to your point, Pat, uh, again, we'll repeat what we said. He came in and did what a backup quarterback was supposed to do. Yeah. Right? And, and yeah. the Raiders didn't play good football. Um, the, the offensive line played well today. They ran the ball. Credit to the offensive line. A lot of talk yeah. around through the years, and I've said it before, that a lot of the run game is due to the fact that a lot of people are scared of Justin Fields running around. 
Well, today they didn't have that advantage and they still ran the ball, right? So right. Uh, it, uh, Justin, like Justin Fields wasn't there to threaten the edges with his legs. And the Chicago Bears still had a lot of success running the ball today. So uh, credit to them for going out there, uh, putting the game on the offensive line so, so, uh, shoulders. And like Coach Flew said, credit Coach Morgan for yeah. getting his group going. And there was a lot of talk through the week of how many combinations this been, how many different offensive lines yes. this has been to start the week. And here they are playing a good football game. Mm-hmm. Would they have won with, uh, with Fields? Would they have won? In today's game, I think the answer has to be yes, right? We yeah, watch everything the Raiders did with Devontae Adams dropping the ball, with yep. them coming out, getting some momentum, and then Jacobs getting hurt, the ball popping off Jacobs' uh, shoulder, uh, then, then, um, and then Edmonds getting the interception, and then missing that field goal on the first drive. Yep. Uh, the Raiders did not play a good football game today. The offensive line and Deontay Foreman dominated. I would have to say yes, that even with Justin Fields, with Justin Fields at quarterback, it would have been the same result. Yeah. And, and the Bears dominated that crucial turnover statistic, as we know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That, you yeah. know, that's pretty impressive stuff. Um, let's try Kenny. He is a longtime member of the Bajancy from West Virginia. Hi, Kenny. How's it going, guys? Good. Hey, just wanted to, just wanted to chime in real quick. Um, never in a million years would I think I'd be calling a Chicago radio station um, <laughs> from West Virginia. But, hey. Uh, we're kind of following Tyson a lot and uh, been watching the kids for seven, eight, nine years. Uh, high school through college. I have two daughters that go to the same university as Shepherd, play softball there. And uh, it's been very exciting to watch him over the last four years. Uh, two or three time high school state champion also in West Virginia. So uh, I think that um, the, the kids' moxie, his confidence is something that's hard to shake. I've watched him on the sidelines at the University of Shepherd and his demeanor doesn't change. He don't know if he's up or if he's down. Um, he just sticks to the game plan and, and goes for it. And he's just a, uh, a kid that you guys are going to like there, I think, um, given the time. And don't sleep on his legs. He can't he can move. Don't sleep on his legs. Hey, hey Kenny, I got, a, I got a question for you. What do you think he and his family are doing right now? What are they doing in downtown Chicago? I know he's dad. I know he's dad for a long time. And I can tell you one thing. He is probably breaking somebody's arm if they want to go on their arm wrestling table. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a perfect answer, man. Yes. Uh, <laughs> hysterical. Thank but you, but Kenny. he showed everything Kenny's talking about, right? Yeah, and, and, and the things that people are yeah. excited about. And uh, he did look like that on the sideline. And he showed through this whole thing that this moment is not too big for him. That mm-hmm. that that he's ready for it, and that he's gonna just do what his job is to do, right? And he wasn't asked to make any plays today. He didn't have to make any plays today. He didn't have to run around and, and um, try to, you know, they weren't down by 10 or 12. So he yeah. didn't have to try to push the ball down the field. He just had to check it down to his playmakers. They ran the ball. I mean, to start the second half, Pat, like you're, you're talking about, they had a false start and then he just tossed it to Deontay Foreman and he goes for 14 yards, right? And they're right, right back right. on track. Yeah. They're right back. Uh, not behind the sticks. They're right back in a favorable down and distance. And that is always good for a young quarterback. Mm-hmm. And we've got our who's hot and who's cold. And I believe we have Dante Foreman or the entire running game. I just think when a guy has that many touchdowns and sure. has like the game of his life, we should go with the with the running back. 
Who for cares sure. about the offensive line? <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> when you go um, with the running back, Molly, you went with the offensive line. 100%. That's it, exactly. So we'll do that. And then uh, as far as who's cold, uh, I, I am uh, very amused that uh, we had a suggestion from Olin for a guy. Do you want to uh, break the news to him, Olin? <laughs> what is his name again? Uh, in, a, in a victory formation, when you're two and five, you shouldn't be doing backflips. Oh, we know returner. what we're talking about. It was the fun. Yeah, yeah pun returner. You probably don't should yeah. be doing backflips in victory formation when you're two no. and five. I tell you what, um, as, as too, too hot the offensive line, a guy who's taking a lot of heat. I thought Lucas Patrick played a hell of a game today at center. Yeah, he did. Wow. He did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. And and you know, I mean, Cody Whitehair, pretty good player after all, right? So there's, yes, there's a lot to like about what they did. Um, we should tell you that the Who's Hot and the Who's Cold is sponsored by Plumbers 911. Plumbing emergency call. The plumbing professionals available 24-7 at 1-833-PLUM-911. Let's get to Andy. Andy is driving on I-64. Hey, Andy. Hey, guys. I'm just thrilled. A thing to me is the identity of this team forever has been about defense. And, you know, the first several games of the year, they don't have the secondary. They're not really attacking. The whole difference these last several games is, is they're aggressive. They're dictating the play. They're able to push a little bit because they've got corners that can cover. And, you know, when you see a, a really good defense like that, that's Bears football. I mean, because let's face it, we really haven't had a franchise quarterback since the late great Sid Luckman. You know, but also running the ball, you know, just that smash mouth football. That's Chicago Bears football. And you guys asked about uh, the late Abe Gibron and those teams. I actually remember them. The reason they were that bad, their offense was run the ball twice and throw an incomplete pass. And the only time they ever really moved it was when Bobby Douglas would scramble and, and get a first down. Maybe that sounds a little bit familiar. But uh, those teams, you know, even though they would lose, the next week, the team, if you beat them, and you usually did, the next week those teams would lose because they beat them up so bad. They were still physical even though they lost. That's what the Bears are about is physicality. Great stuff. Thank you. Uh, Bajent, by the way, ran three times for 24 yards. It's pretty effective. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. All right, and even to, even on yep. toss plays, right? I, I thought yes. like guy, you know, the offensive line blocked well, but like DJ Moore is blocking defensive ends. Mm-hmm. I just think that they, they had a good they had a good day today, being physical and everyone doing their job to get that running game going, like it was. He did. He blocked down on that guy on that one uh, around end. That was very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. we've got uh, one more timeout. We should let you know this is the great clips. Post-game show presented by Tullamore Dew. We'll be right back on Chicago Sports Radio, 6-7 of the score. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. First down and 10 for the Raiders in real trouble here. They're going to have to air it out vertically downfield at some point. We haven't seen that much today. Can't wait too much longer. Those quick outs to the sidelines won't suffice. Boyer's long pass of the day is 15 yards, and it's intercepted. Picked off by Jalen Johnson. Johnson untouched for the touchdown. We're back with more of the Great Clips postgame show. Great Clips it's going to be great. Presented by Telemore Dew. When it's game time, it's telly time. Now here are your hosts, Olin Krutz, Patrick Manley, and Mully from the Mully and Haw Show on Sports Radio 670 The Score. It is indeed the Great Clips postgame show presented by Telemore Dew. And uh, that's Jalen Johnson with his pick six. He had a second interception. I'm happy for him. You know, whenever you're kind of trying to get a contract extension worked out, it's nice that you uh, manage to do a couple of things. They're, they're kind of talking about you that you don't do, and he, and he got a couple of picks there. Uh, good for him, and let's hope he uh, is nowhere to be found uh, on, the, uh, yep. uh, on the list come, uh, come trade day on October 31st. We, I think the Bears need to keep their good young players – Maybe the takeaway of the game is that the Bears have some good young players, and that backup, <laughs> uh, the backup quarterback might be one of them, right? Yeah, and we talked earlier in the in the show, the pregame show, that if they did trade Jalen Johnson, that would say a lot in that locker room. You're taking Roquan Smith, moving him. Yes. Jalen Johnson, another young, very good player in the NFL, moving him along. I, I, I would be shocked if they did it. I don't see why they would. I think corner is a very tough position to find that level of player. Um, but I think that would resonate through that locker room that what the heck is going on? You're taking one of our, our star players, our best players, and moving another one on? Uh, I just hope that doesn't happen. It shouldn't happen, in my opinion. If I'm GM or whatever and running that team, that's a guy that I, I reward and, and want to keep around. We all knocked him on not getting interceptions and things like that. But they'll come, and they are coming. And I, I just – I would be – uh, I'd be very shocked if they did that. Yeah, and he almost had one earlier where, where he, he told yes. you, right? Where yes. They put his fingers up. Like, I, I almost had that one mm-hmm. there, right? Because he was sitting on Hoyer already. And uh, a lot of talk on social media about his orange sleeves and he shouldn't be wearing them. Well, he showed you it doesn't matter what color his <laughs> sleeves are. Uh, he's going to go out there and make plays anyway. But, like, to your point, Pat, we talked about on the pregame show. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you got to take a couple players and say, look, this is who the Chicago Bears are. These are the kind of guys we pay. If we draft you and you develop and you work on your game and you do things the right way and you compete on every play, uh, then we, re- we reward you. We reward mm-hmm. you by giving you your contract. So 
Eventually, they have to go in that direction. Uh, if they did get rid of a guy like Jalen Johnson after getting rid of Roquan, after trading Khalil Mack, which everyone understood, after trading Robert Quinn, which everyone understood because they were older and the direction the Bears are going in. But you start uh, trading your young guys in their mid-20s, good football players who you develop, who worked hard for you, who played good football for you. Then, like you said, Pat and Molly, then maybe you have a problem in your locker room. Yeah. And, and, and one other point, maybe. Uh, you know, it's great to, to see a guy come through like that. And certainly we know that the uh, Las Vegas Raiders were operating as, at a deficit mm-hmm. and having to throw the ball. Imagine how that guy would play if you had a defensive line in front of him. I mean, yeah. like a mm-hmm. top-shelf defensive line. And I, I think I have to keep reminding myself as I evaluate these players what they don't have in front of them sometimes for some of these uh, these guys in the, on the Bears' uh, defense. Guys, they have one win from a defensive lineman, and Owen, you said it was against a running back. A one win that it beat somebody one-on-one. Uh, Ngakwe has a win, but it was on a twist, and the, the quarterback held the ball, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> that, that's, wow. a, that's, that's a big indictment to that room, and I said it last year on this show too. That's If you're in that D-line room, that's embarrassing, right? You have a, two sacks for the D-line? The entire season so far, last year was just as bad. I mean, that's that says a lot about it, and you're right. If you had some guys up front, dogs or whatever you want to call it, a game plan changer up front, how much better would he be? You have the ball to come out early, right? And, and, then, yeah. and then, like Molly said, like if, what if you had a team where you got the lead often, right? What right. would this guy's right. numbers actually sure. be, right? So uh, with pressure, if you had the lead where guys have to throw the ball more like today – and, and all of a sudden, he's making plays. You have this lead, and they have to force the ball. And now you see where all these other teams, where these guys' numbers come from, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it's a great point. It, it goes both ways. On the offside of the ball, we talked about the quarterback situation with the coaches and the linemen. And, and you know, just that—that that is something you always have to consider when you're watching film. And I will tell you this. Uh, we talk about uh, Gordon being back. I will tell you guys, you know, you want to compliment guys after wins, right? Because we don't get to do it often around here. When you see good football, no one really wants to talk about it. Pat, I will tell you this, Mully, when you watch this film, watch this young man blitz off the edge. It's something to watch, man. He is mm-hmm. a dangerous blitzer. Uh, he bends in angles. Uh, I keep bringing up Rondé Barber because that's what yeah. it reminds me of. He's an interesting guy to watch, Pat. He is. I, I, I think I tweeted something, you know, the next interception, I was figuring he was going to get it because Aiden O'Connell was coming in and Cool for him to be able to play a home game, right? Or not a home game. Yes. A game at Soldier Field at his home. Very, very cool. But I figured that's a tough situation to come in. I thought he was going to be the guy to get the pick. But I, I like him as a football player. I'm glad he's back and healthy. And this this defensive backfield, they're gelling. So we'll, we'll see what we get. I guess we're going to have to wait till next year to get a pass rush. But so far, so good. Well, you know, you could always pick up someone at the trade deadline, give up, you know, a really high pick, and then trade them for a swap of no. seventh rounders a year from. No, never. don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Sorry, I mentioned that. <laughs> Thanks to the fine folks at Aurelio's Pizza for delivering some hey, great hey, food. Hey, a, a good day now uh, for Chicago Bears fans. Uh, the Packers are the Broncos got them at zero up there in Denver. So yes. uh, this day is getting better. Thank you to Aurelio's Pizza Delivery. Great food for today's game. Download the Aurelio's app and start earning rewards. Visit AurelioSPizza.com. 
to, uh, to order from the location nearest you, Aurelio's Pizza. It's the sauce. Bears have a victory. They don't come that often, <laughs> so enjoy it, and we'll see what happens this week. Everybody wants a quarterback controversy except for the coach. He gave us the old lovey, so we'll find out what that means. Justin Fields is our quarterback, and uh, it'll be a fun week to celebrate a Bears victory. We'll be on Victory Monday tomorrow morning. Pat's getting ready to crack one. Olin, you'll be on with us, I believe, tomorrow. Unless you don't I will to. be on at 7 a.m. with okay, you guys buddy. as usual. Yes, that's awesome. And uh, and Patrick, you will be on with the boys, I believe, on Tuesday. Tuesday right? and then Wednesday with the afternoon show. Yep. Okay, great. All right, everybody, uh, thanks for listening. We certainly appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. Sean Sears, thank you for your great contribution. Stay tuned. Big Ant will be with you until 630. This is the Great Clips postgame show presented by Tullamore Dew. And we're going to dip into the do now. Thank you very much for listening on Chicago Sports Radio 6-7 to score. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.